Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's been a really interesting season, but it's been dogged by wet weather for the Auckland Tours, Tara. Uh, They've had uh, wet weather problems here um, in Auckland, of course. They've also had uh, problems with uh, wet weather in Australia too. So it's been touch and go, and uh, you need to have uh, the weather gods smiling on you to progress sometimes. And uh, and the Auckland Tour, Tara, managed to qualify for the ABL playoffs on the final day of the regular season. So that set up a date with the Adelaide Giants on the road, and whilst there was uh, that's where the road ended, there's no doubt uh, plenty to build on for this franchise. Uh, joining us now is their uh, CEO, who does uh, all the groundwork behind the scenes. We've often talked to Steve Smith, uh, Steve Mintz as manager, uh, but how about Regan Wood, the, the CEO? Regan, good morning to you. Hi, good morning. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, good, man. Uh, one of the uh, interesting things we uh, talked to Steve Mintz about was access to your own home ground for, for practice, and that he was most miffed as he headed uh, into that playoff series at home, that final one at home. Um, have you been able to resolve uh, the ability to play or practice on your own surface? Oh, we don't need to because we went to Australia, but uh, look, it is something that you know, he's used to and they're used to is you, you, you have a home and that's where you practice and you play from. What we're, uh, I guess, from a you know, New Zealand sports point of view, traditionally thinking is you play at these cathedrals or these wonderful grounds and you practice at the, at the local ground. So that's something that we'll have to look to, um, you know, to, to adjust for going, going forward to next year. Um, and look, the weather just knocked everyone around. That was the unfortunate thing that um, the weather, as you pointed out, it, it just impacted everybody. And everyone was trying their hardest. You know, before that first series against um, Sydney, uh, the field turf guys were there and they said, right, if anyone, uh, this is the, the morning off. And they said, if it rains again, um, you know, you won't be able to play. So all of a sudden it starts raining, and I'm like, ah, I can't watch this. So I go off and have a coffee, come back, and uh, Mark goes, right, guys, um, if anyone steps on the turf, ask me, is it going to be ready? <laughs> I'm going to yell at them. So keep everyone away, please. I'll get you ready. You'll be playing tonight at 7 o'clock. And sure enough, the field was ready, and 7 o'clock we played, and we started. Um, and then by Sunday, uh, you know, we had our first rain out. So away it went all year. So, look, everyone, everyone was frustrated um, and because baseball players want to play baseball. Coaches want to coach baseball. The administrators want to sell tickets, want to build a crowd. But, uh, no, we, we faced a pretty tough year. And, and here I am. I've just got Matt Feinstein, who's heading home to, uh, to New York. And it's a little cooler over there. But yeah, he can't believe the amount of rain that we have down this part of the world. Oh, okay. Well, uh, bid farewell to uh, to Matt on uh, our behalf. I'm sure. Listen, uh, a lot of you, and that's the thing you deal with. Um, a, a lot of your uh, input comes from overseas, uh, Regan, and it's your part to, to to try and put the whole thing together. Um, even before we look uh, at, back at the end of this season, uh, how's next season looking in that regard in terms of uh, retention of staff? Um, look, we'll sit down. Today I've got a yeah, with the with the board um, and Mincy will give his sort of you know review all that stuff and then we'll decide you know 
who who wants to come back, who doesn't want to come back, you know, who's tired, who wants three months' time off, and away we go from there. So, look, we wouldn't want to change our team. I think, you know, yeah, you'd like another pitcher and probably another hitter, but in the scheme of things, there wasn't one individual as players that you'd want to change. Um, yeah, yeah, you, you, you like some more personalities, but we all want baseball players as well. So sometimes, you know, having the class clown and... Uh, them hitting under 200 doesn't work. So it was interesting. So we've already canvassed some of the fans, and they're like, oh, yeah, but last time you had those nuts. I said, last time we played tw- we played 20 games at home. This time, I said, we played 12. Are you kidding me? You know, so, so oh, yeah, good point. Oh, we just didn't really get to know people. And I'm like, because they weren't here. You know, we didn't get to play. Oh, yeah, good point, good point. So we've also reviewed some of the numbers, you know, and when you look at the percentages, we are a significantly better team this year than we were um, three years ago when we played uh, pre-COVID. But going back to your question is, uh, is retention of staff, uh, retention of players, well, that's something that we'll start working on over the next few weeks. But, you know, I think everyone uh, will get invited back, whether they choose to come back because their lives change or their organisations that we've changed. But, um, yeah, we, we are, uh, feel very grateful for the players that um, contributed to, to Otago this year. When you sit down in that uh, board meeting uh, coming up uh, later on in the piece, do you think uh, the the board the feeling within the board will be uh, a pretty good one? I mean, uh, uh, in terms of the start of the season, you set your goal on making the playoffs, you achieve that. Um, is that, do you think, um, pretty satisfying from a board point of view? Well, yeah, look, absolutely. So uh, if you think about it, you know, on field, you know, you'd have to give us a, a B, a B plus, you know, an A or an A plus is winning it all. Um, you know, off the field, I think we're a little disappointed with some of those things, but that was more, I think, more to you know the weather impacting because um, you know because the size of our stadium, it's not like we've only got 1,500 seats which you can sell out, and people are desperate to get a ticket. People in Auckland can look at it and go, oh well, if the sun's shining, uh, yeah, I'll go tomorrow or I'll go today. So uh, I guess that's where we're very lucky. In one hand, we have this beautiful stadium, and then we're sort of penalised on the on the sheer size of that that stadium, but. Yeah, the the board, um, you know, the, and the ownership uh, are very happy with what we achieved. Uh, I think, you know, if you actually looked at it, you would go, if we had won that first game, we were leading. We just needed six outs to go. Uh, we had the right guy, the right place. It was all planned. Uh, if you were a betting man, you would be betting on us the outcome that we'd win it. And I think if we won that game, we would then have gone and won the whole thing because that momentum then would have fired you up and you'd roll through it. Saying that, Weather came out and it rained in Adelaide. I think the first time in a hundred years or something. It rained in January, but we uh, we Saturday we had to sit one out. So that's why we ended up playing the double header on uh, uh, on Sunday. And the double header, I don't think we won the double header. I think we split them all year. Really, very tough to take those two wins. Uh, so yeah, there is. Yeah, it's from an ownership point of view, a board. Yeah, I think they'll be very happy on the on field stuff. Right, in terms of the, the Tuatara brand, which of course is uh, really right in your wheelhouse, as they say, um, obviously making the playoffs, that helps to expand that. Uh, how do you think it's viewed uh, in the Auckland and uh, around the baseball fraternity? Oh, look, I don't know. I think they'd be you know, pretty pleased that their team made the, the playoffs. Um, you know, the, the, um, uh, that in itself, uh, you know, is what it's all about. And then the club, you know, your season starts again. I'm sure there'll be some people going, yeah, why didn't we win it? There'll be some people have their five cents in, you know, why didn't we do this? Why didn't we do that? Blah, blah, blah. But, um, 
the um, the the I think they would I'd be happy, but I guess we will I guess we will know after we've done our bit and and go and speak to that community and go right. You know, what did you guys like? What do you think? I mean, one of the great things we did was we. Like, so they would come early, they'd help us with our stuff, and um, they would um, come and they would sit in the dugout with Mincy and Braggs and everybody else. So so that became uh, quite a good, uh, I guess, well, it was involvement from that community, and they got the opportunity from, imagine, a little league, an under-12 coach gets to sit alongside you know, professional players and professional coaches. And some of those players we believe we'll go on and play in the in the major league. So, so yeah, great opportunity. I, I think we, we did some really good things. Okay. Um, one of the uh, interesting things uh, uh, that you've got to, I guess, do as well is uh, make sure the game grows uh, from a local point of view. So uh, quite a lot of your staff comes in from uh, the outside, uh, pitching staff, etc., coaching staff. What about the growth uh, locally? And uh, are you happy with the way it's perceived and and uh, you know the playing strength that you've, you've got from your, your local staff. Um, yeah, look, I think one of the changes that we'll look to at next year is have some um, local coaches, you know, with a view of developing that. Um, and this is where uh, yeah, professional sport versus amateur grassroots sport sometimes you know they're, they're, they're opposed because the professional sport you know needs the outcomes. Uh, to, to, to be successful and grassroots is all about growing the game. But I think we have a responsibility also to help um, grow and um, improve and so, so from our point of view I think we will look to maybe we'll still be bringing in that outside help, I think it's really important but we'll also look to have you know one or two New Zealand coaches. We're, we're applicable and, and also but appreciating that for them there's a whole learning experience for them. So it'll be a matter of finding the right people, uh, you know, that team fit, that culture fit, and then sort of layering over that. Um, and, and, you know, and that may be local baseball coaches, that may be a cricket coach, it may be someone a little bit different that, that you have a view of and go, well, where are they going to be in five years' time? You know, it might even be someone from softball, for instance. Um, and I did reach out to, to those guys and said, look, you know, here's an opportunity to be, be around a, a, a professional organisation. If any of you guys want to come and have a look, you should come and have a look because it's just a different way of, of doing things, you know, from where the manager is to the hitting coach. The hitting coach makes decisions on, you know, where this player is based on 40 games. You know, yes, they may be limited by uh, the, their approach and physically limited. They may not be a major league, but can they help us out in the ABL? What decisions and what do you tinker with? So some pretty fascinating stuff that goes on uh, around that. But, yeah, we have a responsibility to grow the game. So I think the Tuatara is that shop window. I mean, without the Tuatara, I don't think you'd be ringing me or ringing anyone to find out how club baseball went uh, in Auckland. So Tuatara are very important, but also we have a responsibility to help that community and grow that community. I agree. I agree with that. Uh, you know, we probably wouldn't be a dead right. Adelaide and uh, Perth, of course, battle it out for the Claxton Shield. Um, of those two franchises, uh, who do you think may well take it out? Well, I think I'd just go with Perth. Um, they've got a little bit of momentum. Adelaide possibly play, played their best baseball. They went on a 12-game uh, winning streak. Uh, they went out and bought more players towards the end of the season. Very important for them to win the Claxton Shield. Um, but, you know, Dylan Unsworth was the pitcher they went and grabbed, um, and you'd be staggered on, on what they've done for him. But good, really good pitcher. But you know, 
our guys matched up well, and we actually took the win. Yeah, we we won that game two two nil. So Perth at home uh, Thursday night. Uh, I, yeah, I really like uh, Perth. I think they will beat Adelaide. Um, if I yeah, if I was going to gamble on it, uh, yeah, I'd go go to Perth. We we were we predicted Perth would beat Brisbane simply because of the momentum and where it was going. Um, and uh, so yeah, and we we would like our chances. I said if we'd won that game one, we had that lead. I would like our chances to bring home this collection shield, which I've never seen, but it's a big shield that everyone gets pretty excited about. Well, Regan, of course, um, in your role, um, you have a chance uh, later today and for a little while, I guess, to review the baseball side of things. But I would imagine you've already put um, the basketball uh, hat on as well already with the uh, NBL season not too far away. How, how are arrangements coming along in that side of things? Yeah, pretty good. So Dale Budge has been, uh, and Aaron have been sort of talking. We, we've, the, the really, the, the important thing was for us, you know, Tuatara culture, what it is, yeah, it's winning, but it's also community. It's about being good people, respecting the game, blah, blah, blah. Because right? we're, we're very privileged to be in sport and professional sport, very privileged. And um, so we've had a lot of offers of players wanting to join us. We've had players that prepared to take a, a reduced salary to join us. So... I've, I've had to sort of basically you know, encourage the team just to take their time. We don't have to sign everyone on day one. We can take our time and, and, and basically work our way through the, the players that we've got. We um, Point guard is one of those areas that uh, everybody uh, wants, and we did have a, a player out of Australia um, who agreed, but um, another team managed to uh, you know, come up some more money, and, and he's gone there. So that'll be good. I think the league will be better this year. Uh, I kind of like some of the players that we've already that are already committed to us, um, and I think we'll be competitive. Um, our biggest issue is uh, them find the stadium was under about a foot of water on Friday. So uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, there wasn't too much damage. Uh, otherwise, we're not only are we looking for some players, we're looking for a new home. Yeah, that will be interesting to see, and a lot of uh, Auckland sporting venues under pressure in that regard. When it comes to the basketball side of things, we know how wide you spread your net for baseball. Is, do you spread the, the net equally wide for basketball? Well, no, you don't really need to because you've got a lot of schools uh, in in New Zealand or in Australia. So, so you have the players. So, you know, you're going to make that up of you know your starting five and who come off the bench, some of your amateur players because. You know, part of our you know, the Tuatara is we are you know, we see ourselves as a community team. So the likes of um, Charlie Dalton, um, uh, you know, the, the, those those are young guys that are going to go to college. So when we had Dante last year, you know, he's a young amateur player. He gets to play game play with Rob Lowe and Chris Johnson, which from a college point of view. That, that is applauded because they can look it up and go, okay, he's playing against professional, he's playing against men. This is a very good, this is very good development for this young man. So we'll throw a few of those guys in, you know, with Tom Beattie and so forth. Um, yeah, we don't have to go too far because there's so much talent in New Zealand. I mean, basketball's done a great job of growing the sport in New Zealand. You know, you could argue if they've done it, you know, through great planning, great resources, it just happens organically. And I don't know the answer to that, but... Um, we don't have to have those relationships um, that we do with the San Diego Padres, the Rangers, the Baltimore Orioles and stuff. Because baseball is very different because you have that major league team where you get 7000 a minimum, a minimum of $7,000 a day to play, plus you're on chartered flights and everything else. 
to all the way down to minor league baseball. And the guys playing minor league baseball, it's about doing their apprenticeship, it's about grinding, it's about getting better every day to get that opportunity. Where basketball, it's college and it's NBA or you're playing somewhere else. Um, so, you know, that, 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 it's a different model. So we don't necessarily need to have those. We have different relationships and those relationships sit uh, squarely in New Zealand because there's so much talent uh, around. And that's been young men that have gone off to College of America wanting to come back for that opportunity or they've been professionals and they may have played in Australia, they may have played in Israel, they may have played, you know, in Germany and so forth. So, yeah, we don't have to go um, too far. The league... Here in New Zealand, it has three imports, a maximum of three imports. I think it works really well. And I think, you know, a great example of that last year was when Manawa 2 rolled up. You know, we're not too far from the finals, and Manawa 2 beat us at home. And that was magic for them. I didn't enjoy it. I was there watching it. But it was great for basketball. It was great for the league. So, yeah, I think they've got the model. You know, I like the model in New Zealand. Because um, it doesn't have to be... You don't have to spend a whole lot of money to bring in a whole lot of imports if you don't need to because you can get players around. We're very lucky in Auckland because, you know, this is the nursery ground for, for basketball. You know, there's a lot of players in Auckland. Always great catching up with you, uh, Regan. Uh, all the best with your, your preparations, uh, getting Aaron Young back uh, from his stint with them, Melbourne United and getting your teeth into things. Uh, we're all pretty excited about it. Uh, all the best. Uh, go well and we'll catch up again shortly. Thanks for your time. Yeah, thank you for the opportunity. Appreciate it. Cheers. Uh, Regan Wood there, of course, who uh, is the CEO of uh, the Auckland Tuatara franchises. Uh, I say that, 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 that label, um, that's his gig. He's a responsible for both of them. So a uh, very busy man there and uh, even dropping people back at the airport, etc. Um, that's uh, what he's all about on a day-to-day proposition and uh, he's a busy, busy man. So... Uh, it's exciting, um, heck of uh, an exhilarating job, particularly when the sun shines and uh, your stadiums don't flood, I would imagine. Uh, 11.21 here on SENZ.